0: with Stacey and Daryl on 6.30 chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service. Where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoorservice.ca yeah!
1: Morning, everyone. That was a treat, Daryl. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, meat. 8:06. Uh, Mr. This, Loaf to you. <laughs> this Tuesday morning, the morning of uh, Halloween, and our next guest. I think she's crying. She was laughing
0: so hard at you. So um, that's my, that's always been my goal in talk
1: radio—to <laughs> make people laugh. Yeah. To the point of tears.
0: To the point of oh my good word. Anyway, yeah, tomorrow's a brand new day.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you believe? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in spirits? Do you think that they're around us, Daryl?
0: Uh, no, I don't. Hmm. And and that's fine. And uh, mm, of course it's fine. But I, I, I do get a kick out of, and so different people look at it different ways, I think. I get a kick out of the idea of it. I get a kick out of the stories that can come with it. Do I personally believe? No, that doesn't mean I don't get a kick out of that world. They're like ghost stories. They're
1: oh, fun. We're entering that world right now. Rona Anderson is a psychic medium who claims that she can communicate with spirits and remove them from your house or business. She is also the co-author of the book, Eerie Edmonton, and she has tons mm-hmm. of stories to tell us this morning. Good morning. Good
2: morning. Thanks for having good me on.
0: Good to have you. Are you okay? You done laughing at me? <laughs> I'm good, Meatloaf. Thanks. <laughs> well, right. and you did say yeah. you were wondering whether meat's flowing through me today. There, so there go. you go.
2: Yes, I feel the spirit right beside (laughs) me. (laughs) Rona, tell us about
1: your story. You you started talking to dead people when you were just
2: three years old? Yeah, apparently I had a, my mother said I was an imaginary friend, but when uh, she reached the age of 80, she finally admitted. She said, you know, I know you were talking to a spirit in your room. So, yeah, I mean, as back way back then when we were kids, parents, of course, shut kids down when the kids would say that they saw spirits. But nowadays, parents seem to be a lot more open to it and encouraging their, their children that, no, you're not insane and we have to take you to a psychiatric institution. This doesn't happen to everybody, though. No, no, no. It's got to be but really rare. It, well, no, it's not rare. Actually, mm. children see a lot of it. So do pets because they don't have that wall up that we put with the rationality of adults, right? Like we rationalize if we hear a sound the basement, and it's not the furnace, it's not the water heater, and it sounds like someone's moving a box around the basement, oh, it's just got to be rats or mice or mm-hmm. something, and it's not, right? But it's I'm not going to tell you that it's a spirit, but the thing is, it, if, if you're open to it, it could be your grandmother that's looking for something in the box that you have her belongings in. You know, like that's that's the thing with spirits is they're attracted to things you have in, in your house or they're attracted to maybe a hobby you have or your personality or just something that you wouldn't even think of while why they're there, right? So
1: strange people
2: or family members? And are they there all the
1: time? Well,
2: family members are usually around you quite a lot mm-hmm. but you might not feel them but the pe- the calls that I get are from people who are having things that are frightening them and that's not family members that's usually spirits who aren't necessarily malicious but they're there because they want you to know they're there in a way where mm-hmm. they want your attention or they want they just they want you to acknowledge that that they they are in in your house, and it's almost like someone who is alive saying, "Pay attention to me."
0: Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, and, and so you, you know where I'm coming from. Or I know <laughs> where you're coming from. But, uh, at the same time, it's uh, to, to simply open and believe all of these things. It probably was a mouse, or it probably was my 1972 house. Settling with the wind, of, of is, course. It, it, so, so I, I worry that it's harmful to just instantly assume it's no, more no, spiritual. no. I mean,
2: majority of people uh, do not think that it it is. the The calls but that if you're I get, susceptible
0: of not, you know, what if what if you're having some difficulty emotionally? But that's the avenue to decide to try and deal with. Of
2: course, because I get people who are are jumping to conclusions on things that. It's not a spirit, right? Mm-hmm. But the one, the one couple that that called me, they had the basement door opening, someone walking down the stairs and turning the wash machine on. Now I can't see mice doing it, but if they can, They're I'd like to mice. see them on National <laughs> Geographic. <Yeah. laughs> so, so
1: you just enter a room. Is there anything in here?
2: Well, there's there's probably spirits in here. I'm sort of. Uh, uh, right now, usually I I have the what I call the gate down, so okay. I'm not, I don't have my quote unquote third eye open, seeing if there's spirits. But you know, with what you guys do, there are probably spirits in here at all times listening because you're so much fun.
0: <laughs> really, <laughs> Let's spirits gotta so. have fun
2: too. Yeah, yeah, audience they gotta numbers have fun. just went up, Daryl. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, don't do a, do numbers, I don't know if we count
2: ghosts
0: in though. do we get thing?
2: <laughs> I don't think they can manipulate
0: that, but... Uh, do you busier at this time of year because either people want to believe or... And I actually got a text in saying, you oh, Daryl, I'm saying you get a kick out of it. makes fun of other people's beliefs. No, well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. No. But do you get more people wanting to be thrilled as opposed to believing no. at this time of year? No,
2: it's funny because a lot of the people that, call, that contact us don't want anyone else knowing what's going on and they're very private about it and they're almost saying you're going to think that I'm crazy but this is happening and it's genuine you know fear that they're having and and they have when when I hear their story I I know usually that they're having something in their house and I need to go over because especially when children are being affected by Mm -hmm. it because I've had children see things coming out of their closets or something, and parents go, oh, it's imagination. But the one time, it was actually a child that saw this horrific thing in their closet. And it was a spirit of a guy who lived in England who was uh, on uh, drugs and had fallen into the canal and drowned. And he was appearing to this child... In his bloated, drowned state, which is horrifying, I said, "Why were you doing that? What's the point?" And he he wouldn't answer me. But I mean, this is the stuff that happens sometimes. How old is this child? Uh eight. <laughs> yeah. And no. you just
1: ask them to leave,
2: or you no how do no you get rid I, of them? I yeah I asked them to leave in the beginning, and if they don't, there are ways to get, get them out. And what happens is. No, they don't come back. They're, they're gone permanently. They're crossed over, as we say. So if anyone out there has a religious belief, I'm not going to change your belief, but what happens is they, I guess, cross over the Rainbow Bridge mm-hmm. to the other side and not allowed to come back to see you because they're not related to you in a family way or a friend way. So once they cross over, it's only family and friends, really, who should be coming in and seeing you not these spirits that are sort of earthbound as we say. Have you ever been really scared? When I was a child, when I was an adult, no. But, as a child, I mean, we see things we we don't know how to explain it, right? But my father thought, you know she's making this stuff up because she doesn't want to go to bed. No, I was seeing things and and you know, as I got older, realized they're real, mm-hmm. but they're doing these things for reasons. then mm-hmm. as soon as you find out the reason, the fear's gone.
0: okay uh, let's take a quick break, and yep. then Rona, can you can you tell us some some stories so uh, that again, People are going to come at it this from different points of view, but you have great stories to tell, and people can then decide whether they want to believe them or not. Exactly. Is that fair? Yeah. Let's t- tell a few stories when we come back, right here on this morning. Happy Halloween from this morning with Daryl McIntyre and Stacy Bratzel, six thirty, Chad Edmonton News today. <laughs>
1: This Halloween morn, Paranorma... No, Paranormal Rona joins us. I don't know, let's change your name to Paranorma.
2: (laughs) Paranorma, I like
1: that. (laughs) We're talking about spooky places in Edmonton and some ghost stories and places that you go where... There's quite a few people that we may not be able to see, but you see people um, definitely. And and let's start at the Campbell Hospital in in sort of north. Yeah, in west Edmonton, the west Mount area. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah Campbell's great. Everybody loves to talk about the Campbell. Uh, the horrible part, you know, of course, is is how the indigenous people were were treated there. But um, we we were able to get into the capsule before Gene Dubb bought it to try and convert it into uh, condos and uh, uh, the one thing that did happen was an elevator that had no power to it, the doors open and the doors closed by themselves uh, what else happened uh, if you go on to our website there's, I think there's a link to this video where there's this horrific scream on, on the psych ward floor so there was all sorts of things that happened in when we were there. We did an overnight vigil quote unquote as they call it on these paranormal shows but uh yeah, there was a lot of indigenous spirits in the basement where the auditorium was, and uh they were very, very unhappy and uh yeah, so it's that that it's a sad story, but um I think. Once they have some, maybe some elders come in and do something in that building, it would help whoever eventually moves in there, because otherwise it's going to be a circus. <laughs> um, other buildings, uh, Edmonton actually has a lot of buildings that have things in it, uh, because of it, we really have a rich history. We, we had a, a crazy wild, wild west here. And uh, White Avenue has a lot of buildings mm-hmm. that have stuff in them. So which one? Uh, there. Let's see. Okay. So there's a building that was off of White Avenue. I don't know what's in it now, but the uh, the place was originally called the Guilty Martini when we were in there doing investigations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a spirit called Dapper Dan and uh, these two women, and found out it was a love triangle. And uh, the women were, you know, trying to beat each other up all the time. It was not a, a, a fun time for the staff there because the bottles would move or break and things would happen and it was scare staff. But there was a carriage uh, building uh, business that was in that building. And I don't know if it was the f- the family that lived mm-hmm. there doing it or, or what, but uh, it was an interesting case. That's on our website, too. Uh, yeah, all over Edmonton, there's, there's stuff. The old CKUA building, I don't know what's in it now.
1: So on, that's on Jasper Avenue? Yeah, about Jasper. 100, between 105th and 106th, yeah, probably? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: They have... Uh, uh, A tunnel that went down to the river so that the horses on the other side with the wagons of coal would get on a barge and come over to the north side to feed the boiler Mm -hmm. uh, in the the bottom of that old building and we had cameras set up down there and there were what they call orbs uh, which to me are there it's like a molecular structure And that's what spirits look like when they're traveling around. But some of these things were basketball size, and others were little tiny ones. Hmm. And so that one is... I know, I'm looking at Daryl, and he's looking at me like, this lady needs to have a drink or something. Uh,
0: well, and I was asking earlier if at this time of the year more people uh, come to you uh, out of curiosity. You would mentioned some people, if they believe they're going through something, they're, they're more scared, they're, they're yeah. afraid of you, are you going to think I'm nuts? But you know, are there not? I would think you get busier because people want to have the stories or the titillation or the belief. Uh, even if they do or don't believe, they want to play.
2: No, no, I don't get that at all. I nobody contacts us with. They they like would Halloween like to stuff, have like a, a a ghost tour or s- stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I'm really busy at this time anyway because I'm usually at Fort Edmonton dark. Mm. Uh, so I just finished that. So there's there's a lot of spirits in Fort Edmonton, oh, right? Fort Edmonton is loaded with spirits. We actually had some stuff happen while we were doing the thing at. At yeah, at the, yeah, In the, well, I was in the jail, yeah. and uh, there was a voice that came out of nowhere that said, oh, it's human, and it was a woman's voice, and I'm thinking, oh, someone's come in to, you know, one of the, the yeah. customers has come in, and I look around the corner, there's nobody there, and the guy that I was acting with is down the hall, and I said, did you hear that? And he says, no, there's nobody here. Mm-hmm. And I told him, what the voice was and he goes what does that mean? I said they looked at you and said oh it's not a prop it's human mm-hmm. I don't know
1: <laughs> Well a, a lot of people on the text line telling their their own stories of of, mm-hmm. of possibly a, an encounter with a spirit and uh, you know I've got one too
2: so. I love it well you know like contact me because I want to hear it too mm-hmm. Yep yeah. well and how do we contact you? You contact so- us at uh, www paranormalexplorers at dot com dot com Do, at dot com. Sorry, I'm thinking my email. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Par- paranormalexplorers.com Yes, please. Perfect. Thanks, Rona. Rona, for coming in. Thanks for coming in.
2: Thanks. Thanks, Meet.
0: <laughs> you
1: betcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're on the first name basis. <laughs> well, the first you know. syllable basis, you and yeah. paranormal Rona.
0: Oh yeah, um, I'm Chi Chi. I took the words right out of my mouth.